What it is, what is up, what is good gamers? This is Shonuff71, aka Digga Dulamite. Been that love for you, baby. <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 204 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High-Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, dude? Hey, not much. Just happy to be here, as always, with all of y'all doing the whole podcast video game thing. So thank you so much. Absolutely, absolutely. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, otherwise known as Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, bro? Uh, Just uh, currently on my vacay, Um, you know, just styling, profiling, just organizing, you know, getting stuff done, you know. I hate to say that, you know, I love to take a vacation to like organize and do things around the house and like not go somewhere, but it, I'm going elsewhere like quite a bit in this coming up this uh, year. So I'm thinking a staycation is fine by me. So. All right. All right. I know that's how anything gets done in my house. So I have to <laughs> vacation, unfortunately. Uh, things come up and keep keep us from going somewhere, but uh, yeah. at least you're not working. You can always look at it that way. Yeah, I right? only got three texts <laughs> from work, so only three. So that's good. So why are you even looking at those? Why are you looking at them? Because uh, I'm friends with people at work that are backing me up, and if they need my help, they need my help. So it's like real oh, simple, man. bang bang, you know, kind of thing. So. Mm. Mm, I, wouldn't this, be, I wouldn't be me looking at my my work email mm-hmm. if I'm on vacation. It's like no, no, figure text, it out. work work text is text from same thing. From work. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's got something to do with work, I I I will not see it while I'm on that vacation. That is my time. That's my time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Each time it took like less than like a minute, you know, mm-hmm. thirty seconds kind of thing. So you know. What do they say in Congress? Reclaiming my time. <laughs> I am reclaiming my time. Yeah. Well, well, the the uh, sender of the text might be listening to the show right now. So. Well, still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I still stand is... by my statement. No offense oh, to I know. anybody. Oh, but I know. Y'all, you, my my job is not sending me no text when I am off the clock. It it, it don't work that way. But. Mm. Yeah, it's not, it's that, not from my boss. It's all good. All, all good in the hood here, we're here. All good. All, all that said, that's going to move us into our first topic on the docket, as always. That's going to be our playlist. So why don't we kick things off with the Jabroni Chiefs, since you're on vacation that means you've had more time to game. So, man, what you've been gaming? What you've been doing? Oh. <laughs> I laugh because I haven't really busted anything out yet. Uh, <laughs> just a lot yeah. of uh, 
Monster Hunter Rise, of course. So I am pretty much, I think, at the point to where I am looking for things to do. I'm like going and maybe knocking out some quests, some advanced quests up in the uh, Gathering Hub on there. Um, today, I decided I want to play a little bit and look for the relics. So I like <laughs> went ahead and brought up an, uh, like a gathering mission and uh, went and just said, screw it. I'm going to pull up an online tutorial to see where the remaining relics are to gather the relics. So it's like I went and uh, uh, co- had to cook 30 pieces of raw meat and make some steaks to get a trophy. So I'm at that point in the game. I'm looking for things to do. I'm hunter rank 146. Um, I got my like picture perfect great sword build. I got my lance build. Uh, kind of had a lot of the same armor components from the uh, great sword build that I have. So I think you know it might be time to let up the gas a little bit. You know, I don't know how you guys have been feeling about Rise uh, this last week. I know Des, uh, are you at a point too where uh, are you kind of feeling it where you know some break or bust on this bad boy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to need me some sunbreak. And then once I give me some sunbreak, I'll be better. So. Yeah. Now, like, sunbreak is uh, not far. It's, like, not this Friday, but next Friday on the 28th. So yeah. it's not like it's <laughs> that that far along the wait. So, you know, um, how about Kev? How have you been feeling about uh, Rise this week, this past week? Well, the only thing I've been doing is because I've been doing other stuff. When I do have time to turn on the console, it's really not to do too much of anything other than rise, (laughs) really, Mm -hmm. because I'm just trying to max out the – and I've reduced them down. I've got about four builds. I kind of want to max out, even though that's probably wasted effort once Sunbreak comes in. I think they give you that low rank armor that's more that's stronger than the high rank stuff you had in the original game. I think uh, so. I'm probably I'm probably wasting my time doing <laughs> just trying to uh, increase the level of my armor and weapons, but. Um, it, it's something that I kind of throw on uh, towards the end of the evening and just try to, uh, you know, bring a couple of armor pieces higher or max out an armor piece or so. But once I do, once I get this, uh, I've got maybe one more that I absolutely want to get get uh, maxed out. I have a great sword build that's maxed out and i want to get maybe one or two long sword builds maxed out after i do that whether i'm at hunter rank 100 or not that's probably when i'm just gonna play some start playing something else on the reel because uh i don't have anything else to do i don't have any more i've seen I fought that uh, that Scarlet Dragon, whatever they call that thing. Valstrex, yeah, Valstrex. Valstrex, the, yeah. Yeah. So, I think I've seen everything I really need to see in the base game. So, I think it's now it's just time to wait for the Sunbreak uh, uh, DLC to drop. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, I mean, like I said, I'm just looking, you know, it is kind of like comfort food for me. And uh, I like hunting, you know, even some random hunts with some randos and that kind of thing mm-hmm. on there. Um, I'll be looking at some of the trophies to the sea uh, as far as what I could do for that and kind of go from there. I think it's kind of cool that, you know, I was able to find some of the relics like, you know, um, you know, I think the first map. I had like four that I hadn't discovered yet, and it was kind of cool to see, you know, nooks and crannies of this map that I never bothered to take a look at, you know, so, and uh, just kind of go from there. I actually made a, a gathering set, too, which is kind of crazy, but I had enough money and materials to just uh, slap this thing together real quick and just using it as a reason to gather uh, items to earn more points because I'm, I'm seem like I'm running out of points as far as you know with my usual Argosy and uh, other things as far as to get uh, pale extract and that kind of thing so and you know me and John and John BT joined us for game night on Thursday and we're playing quite a bit too so you know I think he's still in in it to win it uh, as far as anything else I've kind of played around with or checked out um, i got Hogwarts Legacy from the library. What? So I actually uh, ran through the beginning tutorial, at least, or the beginning uh, sequence on there. So, uh, you know, I'm at the point to where I'm kind of discovering the key and uh, going into the magic vault. You know, I don't want to spoil too much on here. I'm not a big Potterhead. You know, I've watched Fantastic Beasts. I've seen the first Fantastic Beasts movies, but I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies or <laughs> uh, read any of the books. So that's that's like my whole experience. I haven't seen the. Is there a second Fantastic Beast movie? I think there is, right? There's three of them. Let's see. I, it's, <laughs> shows you how much I know. You know, I'm a video game savant and movies and everything else. Pfft. I guess I'm just can't be bothered over here, you know, so mm. <laughs> that's but uh, I kind of enjoyed what I played so far, though. I mean, obviously, I haven't gotten any combat yet. I'm just like waving my wand and getting into the beginning sequence of the game. So so I'm going to see if I could keep pushing through. Um, I also had Dead Space on hold, but I realized that it was the Series X version. <laughs> Of the game versus the PlayStation version. Uh, the PlayStation version hadn't queued up yet on my library queue, so I just saw that and said, okay, uh, I, I canceled the hold. So I, I got enough with Hogwarts right now. It's no sense of me trying to juggle that in Dead Space at the same time. Plus, you know, not having haptic feedback, you know, adaptive triggers and all that stuff. I'd just rather play it on PlayStation. I mean, there's some features on with Dead Space with the um, PS5 controller, right, Kid? Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I think I was on. I think I was muted. Am I, am I coming through? Yeah, coming yeah. through. We got oh, you. Okay, sorry about that. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I just decided. You know, I still got the queue for you know Dead Space at the library for PS5. So whenever that comes in. I got to give up the library, man. Library, uh, Fresno County Library is like, you know, they you basically just put the, the game on hold. And as soon as they get it in, it's like they seem like they get like X amount of copies in. And what I like about it, too, is that any of the DLC, they just leave it in the, in the case. And so, therefore, I'm able to, especially if I queue it up, I do get the DLC. So, as if I bought the game, you know, so. 
So got to give it up for that at least. So, you know, I got some other games coming up, uh, games that I probably wouldn't want to pay like top dollar for like Golem. And I think I got Dead Island too. I was going to ask you too, are you planning on picking up Dead Island too? Or is that something where it's not a day one get for either? Um, for me, it's not a day one get, but I definitely will probably pick. I definitely will probably, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably end up picking it up sometime in the future because I was looking at the, um, the stuff about it and reading a little bit of articles about it. And it doesn't seem like it's going to be bad. So no. So I was like, okay, this, this can be kind of cool. So, yeah, uh, it's, I totally forgot. There's a steel book with us. Like, oh my God, steel book. Yeah. But you know, it's yeah. a $70 game. And so it's like, you know, yeah. Do you really need it, Joe? Do you really need it? I don't think you no, do. I don't No. There's a lot of game releases this week. I mean, I got Advance Wars one and two coming out this week. So yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I, I ordered a couple of games. I kind of had a lot of I had a little a little time on my hands. So then I I went ahead and um, bought a couple of games that I've been looking forward to for a while. So so I bought. Did you some. wind up getting Mega Man Battle Network? Legacy Not yet. Cool? I still haven't got it. Um, it's it's sold out for PS4, and I think I want to I think I want to buy it for PS4 instead of um, the Switch. So I bought a couple of the Switch games. Um, so a couple of uh, imports from PlayAsia that uh, that I've been looking. Uh, I've watched some YouTubers play it, and a couple other ones that that seemed like they would be really kind of fun. So I bought them. So new beat 'em up from like Taiwan that i got um i'm gonna go that, and talk about it. i'm pretty much that's all i've been playing this week so uh, what have you picked up oh so so first and foremost let me tell you what i've been playing so i've been playing monster hunter that's been the game that i've really been trying to uh get the most out of uh because it's going again it's going to get a refresh and when i say refresh uh because we're going to be playing the uh the 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 new dlc the when it comes out and i know that a new what is it the new um the new uh quests are supposed to be coming out um soon before the uh the sunbreak uh sunbreak comes out I can't remember the date on it, but I know it's going to be coming out. So I cannot wait for for that. It's the one where uh, it's the last one on their roadmap. So that's why I was kind of like, oh, this this should be kind of cool. So so we'll see um, when that comes out. So uh, but that's really all I've been playing uh, for the most part. It's just it's just Monster Hunter uh, trying to keep up with Joe because he's burning the midnight oil. Um, but just like Kevin was saying, um I'm probably gonna, you know, put it down for a minute and then um see where I can go from there. So back to the games that I got um from PlayAsia. Uh I got the Final Fantasy uh Pixel Remaster collection. Uh got it for a pretty good price. Um it's not out yet, um, but it should be coming out soon. And then um and then yeah, I got that. All these games are for the Switch, by the way. Yeah, my uh, um, Final Fantasy Legacy Pixel Collection is uh, shipping. I ordered from Square Enix, and of course, I'm paying $25 in shipping for a PS4 game. So, well, good for stupid. you. Hello, <laughs> stupid over here. So. I'm not gonna call you stupid. I mean, you you thought you were getting 
well, I don't know what you thought, but still, you know, <laughs> you got it. And that's what, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I got, no Vaseline is what I got. <laughs> but it, aren't you getting all the bells and whistles? In, in? No, it's just a regular plain Jane. I'm not getting the collector's edition with the LP and all this other crazy stuff. I'm just getting a plain Jane PS4 blue case uh, Final Fantasy Pixel remasters um, wow. on a disc. And they're charging $25 for shipping. So, yeah. I'm yeah, still so salty. I, yeah, I got mine on uh on the Switch um for uh and it was free shipping. So that's take it as you will. I don't know. So yeah, take it as I will. <laughs> I also got a space for the Unbound. And that's a game, it's a I think it's a Taiwanese game. No, Indonesian game. Uh about uh a cat god. And this this girl who can talk to cats and they want to bring about the cat apocalypse in which everyone turns into cats, I think, and she can stop it. And this Indonesian kid is, you know, her her boyfriend and, and he's kind of caught up in the mix, but he fights people and people turn into cats and he has to go in their mind and try to fix whatever trauma that turned them into a cat happened. I don't know. It, it's supposed to get really, it's supposed to have gotten really great reviews as far as how weird and, and provocative it is. But, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I, I watched a couple people play it and it's, it's a pretty interesting game. So I said, okay, I'll take a chance on it. It was relatively cheap. And then I got a Melon Journey, Bittersweet Memories, which is another sort of, you know, esoteric uh, Game Boy looking game. In which oh, that's you... from Exceed, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I got that yeah. and it looks weird. You know, you, you go through and it's a story driven game and I don't even know if there's any combat in it. I think there might be. But you're basically running around. Oh, and like you're in a world where like melons are are illegal or something, you know, in one town. But you work in a town where you have to do stuff with melons, and then you're, I don't know. This it's it's a very weird, it's a very weird game. But again, it's getting really good reviews, and people are saying it's great for its weird esotericness. So I was like, okay. So I picked it up again, relatively cheap. And then uh, the last one I got, and this is something that I think both of you will like. It's called The Legend of Tang Ding. And it is, now this is the Thai one. And it's basically like the Bruce Lee movie, The Big Boss. Um, you're, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up where you are running uh, around and you're, you, you have all these different um, combat attacks and moves. And... I couldn't tell you anything about the story, but the 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 action looks so good in it. And I was like, wow. Um, so I picked it up. Um, I think I think this is the one that if either of you are are looking for a new beat em up that that's kind of flying under the radar. I think this is the one that that you guys should pick up, especially if you can get it for like the PS4. Because I know Switch is not your is not your uh, preferred platform, but Everything that I've seen of this game is really, really good, and it's it's relatively it's like it's like thirty four dollars, you know, thirty five dollars. So it's for what you're getting, 
I think this is a I think it's a steal. I actually know? played the demo on Steam of that game. Yeah, isn't doesn't it look cool? Yeah, no, it, it, it's basically isn't it? That does it have a style like it, it was like in the late. 19th century uh kind of thing or yeah yeah you're you 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 play as like a freedom fighter or something but 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 it's more like you're like on the docks or something and so you're fighting like oppression but but the great thing about it is the action looks top notch so and the combos you can do and and the fighting it just looks really good so i saw that and i was like okay you know and all these are uh i mean it's 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 region free. The switch is region free. So, and it's all multi language. All the stuff that I got is multi language. So you can get it in English and everything. But um, I saw these and they were uh, relatively inexpensive for what I got. So I was like, damn, these are all games that I've been thinking about buying. So let's let's go, you know. So, but yeah, um, those are the games that I got. And hopefully, if I'm not super, you know, uh, uh, crazy. With uh, with the stuff that I have to do, I can give you a review on a couple of these. Um, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to play uh, Legend of Ten. I'm really really excited to play all of them. Although a space for the Unbound seems like it would be really a a really cool and fun and interesting game with like crazy cosmic cats and stuff. So, but that's pretty much all. That's pretty much all I've been playing and what I've been looking at. Oh, sorry, I also got Advance Wars one and two. So. Um or one plus two. I don't know why they call it that. It's one and two, but but I've been playing. I, I've been I've got that too. So and then I'm trying to decide if I'm gonna get um um uh, Mega Man Battle Network on the PS4 or the Switch. Uh, my my classicness wants me to get it, you know, on the Switch because that's like it's a Nintendo property and it came out on the Nintendo um on the handhelds and so I was thinking you know, I could do it on that and so I can still play it. So I might I might end up just getting it getting it like that, but like yeah, thing there is, was a there was a pre-order bonus you missed out on. Unfortunately, GameStop did give me a code uh, for something on a PlayStation to download for the game. So well, good for you. I'm glad. Let me know how it goes. But I ain't worried about it. So so um, but yeah, uh, that's all that's been going on for me, everybody. All right. Well. All I've been playing is a little bit of Monster Hunter, and that's really it. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything else to add. Um, I One thing I am trying to do is trying to get a little bit better with Longsword. If my um, proficiency can at least equate what I'm at with Greatsword, I'd be happy. So I'm playing to try – another reason why I'm playing is try to get a little bit better with Longsword, at least to the point where I feel as comfortable with it as I do with Greatsword. Not that I'm great with Greatsword anyway. I'm not really good at Monster Hunter, period. But I I at least understand them all the moves and when to do them with Greatsword, and I'm still trying to get into some of the finer aspects of uh, – long sword proficiency so that's one of the reasons why i'm still playing it but that's really all i've been playing so i really don't have anything else to add uh have any of you guys seen the the super mario brothers movie yet oh yeah i watched it oh uh, you did what do mm-hmm. you think of it 
Well, that I was great. Try and check it out this weekend. I think I thought it was great. I thought <coughs> I, I I I I thought they did everything pretty much the way you'd want it to be. Um, they they had just enough uh, for longtime fans, and they had just enough for the kids. Remember, this is a kids movie, and I think people. I think some of us who have been game or gamers or have been gaming for a long time forget about that and they think that this is for them and not, and it's not. I mean, 100%. It's for kids and they're using the the Mario Brothers IP uh, to entertain children and and to and you know to to a secondary extent you know uh, hit on the nostalgia nerves uh, for for all of us you know Nintendo nerds. But um, but if you keep that mindset. You know, and if you think to yourself, okay, you know, this is this, they're going to try to cast a wide net, you know, and try to entertain everybody. This is what, this is what, this is what we're going to get. And I thought the movie delivered on all of it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the way that they talked, uh, the way that they handled Peach was fantastic. Uh, One thing, the one thing that I do think was really kind of crappy was I do think that Luigi got the low, the, the, the the shorter end of the stick a little bit so but like i would i would have preferred um a little bit more luigi but that's what sequels are for right and and who knows uh, given that this is looking to uh be a billion dollar movie uh we might get uh a mario verse who knows at this point because they did set it up for a sequel so stay all the way to the end kev yes you all the way to the end and okay. but I would say it's I usually do that with all the movies yeah. I see, but yeah, I would definitely it's, do that. It's definitely worth it's definitely worth seeing it um all the way through. And and all of the little Easter eggs for the um for the for us uh really was fun. Like I, I really was like, Oh, that's that's nice. Um and and even Bowser uh don't expect Bowser to be, you know, super crazy and 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 mean and stuff like that remember this is a kid's movie <laughs> so you have to be prepared for a little silliness so but but i thought it was great i thought i thought they handled everyone everyone well really- the mario brothers you you eat mushrooms to increase your size and you jump on mushroom other mushrooms heads so that's yeah. Silliness is kind of built into the yeah <laughs> into the franchise. So yeah. I, I I don't yeah. know if anybody's actually going into this expecting you know uh, Citizen Kane. I don't know. Like the people who were who were like, you know, oh, there was no emotional depth, or oh, there wasn't this, and I'm like, were we watching the same movie? Like really? Like were we? Watching the same movie because I don't know what you were. Um, I'm watching a kids movie, so if you want emotional depth, you need to, you know, watch something from the Coen Brothers or something because this is this is an illumination. These are people that made um, damn minions. like minions. So, yeah. but I think I think it's and better it's than also minions, based off a of video game. Yeah, but thing that, is that that too. <laughs> But the thing is, though, it it has a lot of heart too. Like it has a lot of heart, and and even though people were really kind of pissed at the beginning that that Chris Pratt uh, was the voice of Mario, I do think that I do think that he was fine in the role. Like he he quote unquote Marioed it up a bit, but you can definitely tell. Like I I didn't think I didn't think his voice, you know, took away from the from Mario at all. 
at at all. Like I totally was fine with with him being Mario. And yeah. You know, I'm actually thinking about seeing it again because I really enjoyed it so much. So mm. seriously, it's a really good movie. Like it's a really good movie. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll either see that or John Wick because I still want, I still want, still have to see that movie too. But yeah, <clears throat> I would say go but, see uh, Mario Brother only, only Mario Brothers only because it's something different. Like if you go see John Wick, you know what you're gonna get. Like you're 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 gonna get a lot of headshots, a lot of you know kung fu and stuff. And if you and if you're and if you're in that mood to see that, totally. But I don't know. I I I I do think. That I'm always John... in the mood to see that. Exactly. I mean, this is, this is like, Kevin, like if, and you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. You know, oh. but 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 if you're if you're if you're if you want to see that and you're used to that and you like that, then John Wick is definitely you know gonna outpace Mario. Definitely. You know, uh, but it's very bright. It's very bright. It's very colorful. Um, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me know if you go, Kev. I know I got a movie. I'm actually going to the movies coming up. Oh, my God. But I'm going to go see The Batman uh, in uh, the I guess there's some sort of new uh, theater technology that they have, like the screens um, basically on both sides of the wall on top of the regular screen. I forgot what they call it exactly on mm-hmm. here what the technology is, but I do. It's called SX. I don't know what technology that it per se is, but at the Regal, I'm going to go see the the Batman in SX. So. Oh, cool. Oh, and then again, uh, real quick, everyone, uh, this is for every listener that listens. If you like Common Rider, the new Common Rider or Shin Common Rider is coming out on the 31st of May. So it's not on Fathom Entertainment's yet, but um fandango is selling tickets for theaters who have already uh listed it um so if you want to go see it i think you uh, you just be aware i don't think it's going to sell out or anything and it's only subtitled but the trailers for the new shin common rider look amazing like if you thought that godzilla was kind of crazy or you thought that um shin ultraman. godzilla was kind of crazy or you thought that shin ultraman was a little too too like wacky because Shin Ultraman was 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 kind of like it was it was fun, but it was definitely you know for kids. Shin Kamen Rider is not for kids. Like this is classic Shin Kamen Rider with a little bit of with a little bit of that that crazy Japanese. I don't want to say it's body horror because when people hear body horror, they think of John um, uh, John Carpenter or um, or what's his name. Um, not John Carpenter, the other guy. Um, he did uh, Body Dead Ringers. Cronenberg, David. Yeah, Cronenberg. You think you, th- you think David Cronenberg, but this is not like that. Like this is like Japanese type of stuff. But but it's the it's the brooding guy. But he's like crushing heads, and the shocker troops look crazy. Like this looks like it's a damn good movie, and the effects look pretty good if you haven't seen the trailers. So I'm just saying, put it out there if you want to see a good movie. You know, you might want to check out Shin Kamen Rider. So, I'm and as it and as we get closer, I'll be reminding you. So that's definitely something that I'm gonna see it. But, oh. but y'all probably need to go see it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the Batman. I'm gonna see it in Screen X. I didn't even know what the hell Screen X was. That's how much I, I pay attention to movies. I've never heard of Screen X. I have no idea what it is either. It is a 270 degree panoramic visual screen on here, so it basically extends oh. it. Uh, 
both the left and right walls of the auditorium, I guess. So. So which way do you face when you're watching the movie? I have no clue. It's like forward. It, yeah. <laughs> so do you? Okay. Yeah. That, that's. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to give give out my. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll have to. Yeah, turn turn in your review. Feel free week. to feel free to join me if you want, Kev. It's a uh, got a Saturday night showing for like I think it was like three bucks or something ridiculous. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a two hour. What is it? Bat that's, the Batman is like yeah. two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did it once. I saw it. I saw it at home in the comfort of my own home. I like the movie, but I I don't need to be going into a somewhere. I got to figure out which way I'm gonna. That that just doesn't sound. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen it yet. God's honest truth, I haven't seen it yet. I just it's for good. some reason I don't for some reason just just I can't take another broody Batman. I'm like I'm so like tired of it. I'm like Ugh, another broody Batman, and I know that's his character now, but part of me, you know, longs for the days when he wasn't so like, you know, edge lord. It's just I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So Do I want Adam it. West. <laughs> Not that. Though. I'm talking about the corny ass Adam West shit, or the or the uh, or the uh, bat nipples. I'm not talking about that. You know? But it's just like no, it's, I, you know, if, if, you know, I, I'm but digressing, but Batman. I enjoyed the the first two Batman's. I enjoyed those. They they had just enough camp, but were just enough, you know, seriousness to make it go. And I thought the second one was much better than the first one. If you really want to, if you really want to split hairs, I thought the second one was much better than the first one. Batman returns. But, um, but I'm just, uh, you know, just, and like two, that, that two and a half hour runtime. Oh, just, so I don't have to sit down and watch it, but it's just, uh, I just, I just have to be in the right headspace to do it. I've never seen Batman returns for whatever reason. So, so. good movie. I kind of was disappointed with the um, Michael Keaton Batman movie. So really, I thought they were great. Uh, I don't know. I, I want to see like the Denny O'Neill, like Neil Adams, like Razo Ghoul. You know, that's that's my jam. You know, yeah, the type of Batman I want to see. You know, so yeah. who knows? Who knows? So oh well. Okay enjoy chopping up chopping that up with you guys so that's going to move us into our next topic which is going to be the vessel line all right Diz, you got the mic bro all righty so for today's vessel line we have a response to our main event question for our last episode which is episode number 203 and just remind folks what that question was uh, what's the most challenging thing about gaming? Finding the time to play, managing your giant backlog of games. Let us know your most challenging thing about this hobby. Well, Will D responded and says, uh, at this point in life, two things. Finding time to play between family life, other hobbies, and fitness health. My gaming time takes a backseat. So generally, gaming takes place when I have several days off from work. Number two, when I game, I want to make sure my time is spent on something enjoyable to me. I don't want to be a beta tester. I hear you. I don't want to waste time on a game that might become enjoyable after 10, 10 to 15 hours. I don't want to play online with a bunch of asshats. I think those are both really, really, you know, honest God stuff. You know, definitely finding time to play, you know, and and. And the whole thing about being a beta tester is is really good because I was watching someone 
uh, a streamer and you know these streamers now are basically paid beta testers because when you go into early access you know an early access is the new like beta so so that's basically what people are are people are doing and it's you know that's one thing and and i agree i think sometimes games need to come out the box with something that's going to be enjoyable or or you've just wasted like you said 10 to 15 hours and then you just don't have that time back and then you can't game for for a while so i totally understand it sounds like you were going to say something joe oh no oh I thought you were going to say something but but uh, but yeah, I totally agree with you um, on on both of those things, and I think a lot of people um, will 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 share or have similar uh, thoughts to that. So we actually had a vessel line, uh, a couple of vessel line questions from our listeners. So let's. Uh, it's great that you want to hear what these three wise men have to say about gaming. <laughs> let, let let's hope we don't like sound stupid. So. <laughs> So Alberto says, what do you guys think Nintendo should do with their next console? Try a new gimmick or double down with the Switch hybrid, but with more power? For me, 100%, I looked at this question and I 100% say that they need to stop with the gimmicks. Stop with the gimmicks. I know we'll buy it, but please, for the love of Pete, stop with the gimmicks. Give us power. Give us power. (laughs) Please, please give us power. Make it look good. I can't, I just can't in my right mind spend, you know, the money to buy another Switch type or another another Nintendo product that has the same resolution as, like, last gen, almost two gens ago. Like, come on, come on. So, so no. You're not living up to the the moniker of high-res hater when you say stuff like that. I understand that, but even (laughs) even the hater got to gotta gotta eat on something good you know i know that i see and i get it i get it now i get it now just when you said that i get it now (laughs) so so nintendo is thinking think about it we got all these old ass gamers that are wearing glasses super old they got gray hair they can't see high resolution we will we will cater to them we will cater to those old guys you know who have hearing aids, you know, and don't need, you know, to see every pixel. Yes, I get it now. I get it. All right. I'm, I'm I think here. that was the Wii, honestly. Because <laughs> <laughs> that thing was super popular in the retirement homes and yeah. old grandmas and grandpas playing Wii bowling. Yeah, because it got you up and moving. So I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're not telling us, but they're, the Nintendo is you know, secretly for the geriatric crowd. I don't know, you know? <laughs> I mean, I maybe that's something they're not telling us. Maybe that's their secret to success. They're like, well, gamers are always aging, so... <laughs> and, you know, they're always going to be like 60-year-old gamers, and so maybe we don't have to, you know, be keep up with the Joneses, you know? But honestly, though, I get it. You're, 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 are, you're living... And making money off your name, Nintendo, and now you got this new movie coming out. That's probably going to be a franchise. They don't give a damn about making making their systems look good. They don't need to, you know. <laughs> so until they need to, until we start affecting their bottom line, it's all going to look like this. It's all going to be 720 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> mm. I was. Mm. <laughs> 
So, so I can't call you the high res hater no more because this, this is. I, I need, I need something better. Like I still buy, I still buy for the Switch. I still play the Switch. I love the Switch. It's great, but for a next console, a next console, please, please, I will, I will definitely. No, willingly get rid of that moniker of the high res hater. If you give me, if you just give me 1080, just 1080, please, 1080. Just 10, it doesn't have to be 4K, just 1080, please. You know, that's all it has to be. You know, just just something. But no, if they do a new gimmick, I might be out. Seriously, like I say that now, but unless the gimmick is. You know, I can jack into my brain. I don't. Even then, you ain't gonna do that. So I don't know. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need be some 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 better resolution, please, please. So, what are your guys' thoughts about Al- Alberto's question? I'll give it to you, Joe. What do you think? I know you're gonna uh, buy it. You're gonna buy anything. So, well, you know, but at the same time, it's like the Switch. I kind of, you know, the Switch is just a Switch. I kind of. Compared to my my love of both the um, DS and the 3DS on here, the Switch has kind of paled for me a bit, and uh, I just don't want to see. I want to see two platform Nintendo again. I know I'll never see that, but mm. <laughs> you know, um, I'd rather the portable game stay portable, uh, the console game stay console. You know, so you know, I, I want the games like Xenoblade Chronicles or Xeno series and you know Mario games, the Zelda games that run in like the highest freaking fidelity possible. You know, Pokemon in of itself, you know, should stay probably portable, you know. So it just depends, you know, it's just it's just kinda odd to me with the Switch and just kind of figuring out you know what games should be on here and you know, I'm just I got so used to seeing, you know uh, two different platforms for Nintendo. Now they have one platform. I'm just kind of feeling out if they just. I know a lot of people uh, want them just to release a more powerful Switch and be done with it and just continue on with the momentum they had on the Switch. But uh, they got to do something about the damn Joy Cons, you know, for one. Um, and I don't know what new gimmicks they're going to come out with, you know. When, no when gimmicks. When the Switch came out initially, you know, they go, oh, look, one, two, three, Switch. And, like, you know, talk about the HD rumble and the Joy-Cons and all sort of crap. And Now they're snapping their fingers, and I'm like, stop it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I just, I, whatever they try to do, I just want more technology. I don't want a game that's going to run crappy like uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, you know. I, I want to see, you know, games that running on a functional frame rate and, running, you know, at a higher fidelity than the one the Switch runs at, so. There's a hum coming through. I don't know who's coming. Understood. Um, how about you, uh, Kev? What are your thoughts? Um, I think it's time for them to, to increase the power of the console. Yep. And there was a time, and, and there was a time not too far in not too many episodes ago where I was saying that Nintendo really doesn't need to be more powerful because the art style in their games don't require a whole lot of horsepower to generate and still be enjoyable. 
that is true for Nintendo first party. But then when we take a look at Nintendo second party, or what I would consider second party, and I'm thinking particularly Bayonetta 3, I haven't gone back to play Bayonetta 3, like, at all. There are some parts that that I experienced in that game that are damn near unplayable because the fr- the frame rate just chugs and mm-hmm. slugs and they're the, they're trying to do some interesting new things in Bayonetta 3 but I can't really enjoy them because the hardware is not powerful enough to fully take advantage of the mechanics they're trying to do case in point um no more heroes 3 great game i played it on the switch and even that game had frame rate issues the minute that game became available for the playstation i dropped the switch version completely and entirely and that might be why i haven't gone back to bayonetta 3 i think i don't think bayonetta is going to wind up on the uh, on PlayStation anytime soon. If it goes anywhere, it'll probably be to Steam, go to PC. But I want to enjoy that game, but it's just man, it, it it's not playable. And again, for Mario Brothers, for Metroid, for Kirby, for all those traditional first party titles the strength of the switch is perfect but when we start getting into those exclusives that really require more horsepower it 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 they got to do something um i don't use my switch portable at all so the joy con thing is really not a factor for me because i don't think i've ever the only time my joy cons have been separated from the switch was when all of my nieces and nephews were here for a play day and we were playing mario tennis that's the only time they have been off the console other than that i use it as a dedicated set top box so if even if they want to stick with the switch um uh I, what would be the word i would need the the the, the switch motif for lack of a better word switch then yeah if they want to stick with that that switch style of for a console i i would be fine because i'm still only going to use it as a set top box but it needs to pack more punch got to because the next action game or the next whatever game that grabs my attention that I know is not going to be a- be available on more powerful hardware it's going to be a real drag when it gets sand sandbagged by by chuggy frame rate so kind do of I do that. I no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said it kind of sucks that uh, you have a more powerful console like the Steam Deck that can run all of all the games on Steam plus Switch games, you know? So it's like, (laughs) it's kind of ridiculous. I want at least to have enough power to where it can run the games uh, back compat on the new Nintendo 
platform with the same fidelity as a Steam Deck can run Switch games in emulation. So that's <laughs> at least uh, the bare, bare minimum in, mm. in my book. So that would be great, but it, that's going to be hard to do for 300 bucks. Yeah, I know. And Nintendo is always going to want to play that family friend, friendly budget angle when it comes to their pricing. And maybe, you know, I would like to see, like it to go back to a, a time where they had a dedicated set-top set box and a portable option if that's what you wanted to do. But they have just made so gosh darn much money with the Switch. I don't see them ever going back. And I think unless they, and, and you know, it doesn't have to be cutting edge technology. You know, it, it can, we can have, if if we could get this thing just to do, like Des was saying, it, it give me 1080p at 60 or 100 120 frames that would be that would be fantastic just just 1080p but with an uncompromised frame rate so when i play games like bayonetta they're not going to be anywhere else i can enjoy i can at least enjoy those games the way that they're they're meant to be from a performance standpoint that's all. No, that's totally understandable, and I think they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to bring it in, you know, just bring in a little bit more power, you know. Mm. So please do, please do. And uh, our next question uh, comes from our new listener, uh, Guni, who says, "I've really enjoyed Arcane's previous games." So how concerned should we be about the Redfall launch? Last month has not been good for the game with all with the always online controversy and the lack of 60 FPS, which got announced at the 11th hour. Uh, to be completely honest, Guni, I have no... Uh, I, I'm, I'm not really into Redfall. Um, I haven't followed anything about it. I know that I know what you're talking about. But for me, I, I I'm not concerned at all because I I don't plan on playing it or, or actually even touching it. Uh, to be completely honest, I do think that it sucks for the folks who were who were really interested in it and and wanting to play it. Uh, because it, it just feels like that that's something that they should have said a long time ago or told them because the they know what's happening like by that by they i mean the 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 um the the manufacturers and the makers and the developers they know what's going on and so they knew that it was going to be like this you know don't don't believe it for a second that they didn't so they shouldn't have announced it at the 11th hour and been like oh by the way ha 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 no no i i, I don't think that's good for business and they really shouldn't have done it like that but um but i i want to throw this over to joe because i know that you were i think you were thinking about looking at this game um well that's part of the reason why um i signed back up for games pass because i figured this game's coming out you know um and then starfield in the fall of course and then whatever else comes out i know minecraft uh 
Legends is getting some good hype from reviewers out there. Like, uh, I know ACG um, really liked the game for uh, all intensive purposes, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, as far as Redfall, I, you know, I've dabbled with Arcane's previous uh, games on here. You know, this is by Harvey Smith, the same guy that, uh, you know, pretty much produced Dishonored, Dishonored 2 on there, you know, and, uh, you know, I kind of wish in a way, especially with Xbox, uh, kind of having a little bit rough with, uh, Halo Infinite, you know, and a lot of the first party games. And it just seems like, um, you know, even though this 30 frames was probably going to be okay for all intents and purposes for the people that want to play this game at the same time, it's like, okay, uh, they should have just maybe pushed the game back a bit and push the release date back instead of just saying okay we're going to release it and patch it later because you're getting a lot of like you know uh ptsd from people that played halo infinite you know with uh oh we're going to patch it later we're going to add this later you know it's like you know gotta kind of you know put bring it up to the table on here uh, another thing that is talking about redfall that's kind of detriment to the game is that it's always online and mm. uh, like say an if you join my game, Des, yeah, it doesn't progress this progress in your game on here when you do a multiplayer, and that's to me to to me it's like okay, I don't know if I really even want to play this multiplayer because if I join your game or join someone else's game, it's not going to pro- progress the uh, story or you know level of my character within the game itself. So it just kind of sucks. So. It sounds like it. Uh, what are your thoughts, Kev? I don't, I don't think you're even given any kind of thought to this, have you? You're like, I don't care, right? <laughs> no, I mean, the, the game looks like trash. It, it, it does. Yeah. And I really hadn't planned on playing it at all here. But you see, I am grateful for Redfall for one thing. And uh, for those who, who, who know me for a while, I am crumb-side adjacent. I don't partake in it, but <laughs> I listen to some of the nonsense. And one thing that Redfall is doing is it's forcing some of the more, uh, shall we say, um, uh, ardent Xbox uh, podcasts and fans, uh, the more uh, uh, zealous of them are starting to finally take note about the way things are going with some of these games that are dropping on Game Pass. And they're saying, no, with this, I, 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 was, list, I was listening to uh, the X-Cast today and Paris was going on about how he was in a, how he was in a, in a Twitter spaces and feeling all this, this animosity and uh, saying some of the things that he found disappointing when they they flew him out to try the game. And I think maybe, just maybe, this could be a catalyst for the end user who prefers Xbox to get them to maybe see Guess what? Since this company is is looking at Game Pass as the platform, it's not looking at the con as the console 
as the platform. They're not even looking at the console as a means to push the platform. Game Pass itself is the platform, the cloud, the smart TVs, the tablets, the phones. You're going to see Redfall is the is the model for most of the games you're going to be getting on Game Pass because it fits the service niche. It fits that service thing. It looks like it looks like what it is, a service game. And if that's what if that's the type of stuff you want to play, then yeah, that's great. But I think some people are starting to see the writing on the wall, which, you know, tons of folks have been saying, get ready for more, because this is what happens when you go into a service based business model for gaming. This is not what I bought a $500 console for. It's not. The I was looking at the gameplay <laughs> and, you know, the Rook. Because if you remember, the Rook was supposed to be this intense battle and, uh, oh, my gosh, you know, this is where you put all the skills that you've learned into defeating this this boss level character. And this dude is moonwalking across the battlefield, <laughs> uh, you know, rotating in place, no animations, uh, doing attacks. The hitbox is bizarre. Uh I'm like, yo, this is this is ridiculous. This is uh, absolutely pitiful. Yeah, if I had my druthers, I'd rather just go back and play Dishonored One, Dishonored Two, and and check out Prey because uh, you know there's some back catalog arcane games I haven't really had an opportunity to really digest and and even check out to begin with. That way, I'm checking these games out in their final you know versions versus. Uh, you know, jumping on the Redfall right at the, the get-go on there. Obviously, the price of entry is free, or you know, with the Game Pass subscription. But you know, but my see, time this is, is not their free. seventy. This is their seventy dollar. This intro, I know, seventy dollar uh, uh, price point for those yep. who who are on P or on uh, don't have Game Pass PC, or if they have a console and they don't have Game Pass, this is what they're using to introduce that that fan base to the $70 model. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. When I looked at that gameplay, I didn't see $70 worth of with the gameplay in there. I didn't. I didn't see anything that said $70. I didn't see any anything that said quality of any type. It looked like it looked like something I would expect to download from, you know, getting something at Domino's and mm. they give me a code for something I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm being dead serious. It did not look like anything that sh that we should be excited for in 2023, given the tech that these boxes have. It It just doesn't. And but at the same time, as we're as we're starting, as I'm starting to see the veil started, the scales start to drop from the eyes of some of these more zealous Xbots. This is what you asked for. This is what you've been capping for. This is what you've been telling Sony and Nintendo 
have to follow in order to be successful. In a way, you're getting you're you you're 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 living in the hell you created, <laughs> you know, because you didn't say, wait a minute, we don't want this stuff. You didn't stop and think about what kind of quality am I going to be getting from a, a gaming uh, platform that is pushing a service. And now that these chickens are coming home, they've been coming home to roost, in my opinion, uh, uh, grounded, uh, sea of thieves. When it for when it when it well, even now, I'm sorry, I you cannot convince me that Sea of Thieves is a good game. I I tried it once when it first came out, and I, I know it's gone through a bazillion and one updates, but that that game just just. That game just looks like a snooze fest to me, and the we we see what these what 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 a service business model looks like in the gaming space right now when the when the service is first and foremost, and folks tried to tell y'all you guys need to step up and say something to th- this company that you claim to love, and it's their favorite place to play. And you guys have said you want it better and better and better. Look what they did to Halo. That should have been the warn- a, a big warning right there. But they didn't. And they listened to the they in they instead the cappers did their job as the as the uh, uh, the shills that they are. And everybody just went along with the program. And now now Redfall is what's making the scale start to fall from some of these folks' eyes. I don't, I think it, it, it's going to be, it's probably too late. It's probably too late because get ready for more stuff like this. I, I, love, the fact, I love the fact that uh, they were using Redfall like uh, some sort of like, oh, this is like better than force, Forspoken and like using the Forspoken main character in memes and all that crap like you know like people are looking more looking toward towards redfall versus forespoken so see i didn't see that but see that's what that's what happens when you were so busy capping for an uh, for an acquisition and so busy making excuses for a piss poor quality game just because it's on your platform of choice that you PlayStation's worst is better than than Xbox's best. I'm sorry. It, 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 you, you the people that have been putting down for spoken a probably never played it and I'm just giving my opinions on uh, on Redfall just from a visual cuz I ain't playing that shit. Um and 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 but I will never tell say tell people that you know, well, you shouldn't play it because it's a trash game. I mean, I'm looking at it and it looks like trash to me, so I'm not going to play it. But don't take my word for it. If you're going to take a reviewer's word for it, take a reviewer for someone who's actually played it. I'm not going to be that guy because I'm not going to play it. But the people that love to to rip on Forspoken for its flaws, and there are there are few, there's more than a few, it's still better than anything I've seen on Game Pass from lately from Microsoft's 
first party. Well, we haven't really seen anything. <laughs> you know, they've been kind of persona non grata for over a year. So uh, that Forspoken is more interesting than anything I've seen on Game Pass's tiles. I'll put it that way from Microsoft themselves. So they can cap and they can cope. They can, if Forspoken is helping them, putting down Forspoken is helping them sleep at night. That's wonderful. It, you know, do what you got to do to cope. But <laughs> this is what you're getting when you're rocking with this service model. It, yeah, it just is. I, I don't I don't know what else to say. Uh, it's funny. It's funny that this is what's making people wake up when the handwriting has been on the wall since. You know, Honey, I Shrunk the Negroes came out. You know, mm-hmm. we knew that was that was the path that they were taking forward. And people think, that, oh, well, no, well, we're going to with this acquisition, we're going to, you know, they're going to they're going to do the same thing to all of Activision's games. Not, you know, Call of Duty is going to follow that same suit once it gets in gets uh, consumed by Game Pass because there's no. There's there there's just no incentive to do any better. Because you're doing well. What is it that everybody says? Oh, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> I didn't pay for it. It's free. Well, Goonie, I hope uh, you know you do check out Redfall. I know you mainly game on PC, so there's no issue with the 30 frames on there. So you know, maybe let us know in a future vessel line if you like the game or not. You know, give well, us your it was running on 30 frames on PC. It was running. Uh, I mean, I would hope that they would be able to run it at a, at 60 or more on PC. But the gameplay footage that you're talking about, the uh, IGN, that the IGN first on IGN first or whatever they call that, that was running on PC. We haven't seen that game running on a console yet. That was PC footage. Um, I know it's supposed to run. It's only was announced 30 frames on consoles. They they are probably going to be able to run it at higher fidelity on PC. So, I would hope so. Yeah, no, mm. that's a given. I I don't think that's even a question really. So, well, if it, let's hope. <laughs> I just hope it. It's like bad. I said, hope that's springs eternal, bad. folks. So, let's hope. Uh, but I want to say thank you so much to uh, Alberto and Guni for the questions. We love answering questions. If you have any other questions you'd like us to to, uh, to answer or field, please let us know. Um, so uh, for our next episode, which is episode 205, it'll be a main event question. And the question for that episode is, what's your opinion on the new rumored PlayStation handheld? Ooh. When is portable gaming viable for you? Do you have a, a need or like to play in other places? Just a coffee shop, on a train, plane, or a bus? That's Joe's favorite place. Uh, the bedroom or the bathroom? I take that back. Joe's favorite place is the bathroom. Uh, let us know your thoughts, and we will discuss it on episode 205. So, um, and with that, you know what comes next. The Jabroni Gaming News. All right, thank you, Des. Yeah, I got You're a few welcome. things to kind of go and 
discuss. First thing I'm going to mention is that this whole, um, you know, Activision, Microsoft acquisitions kind of gotten a little bit crazy. So uh, there is a senator from South, North Dakota, of all places, sending a letter to Sony uh, CEO Kentachiro Yoshida regarding its anti-competitive behavior and the request information on the company's acquisition agreements. So, so this North Dakota senator sent a letter to Sony proper uh, asking about its business because. And this is uh, quote unquote from the letter says, I am concerned Sony's dominance of that market and its efforts to perpetrate its current position imperils an important economic development opportunity for North Dakota. (laughs) North Dakota has quote unquote developed a strategy to lead the nation in computer science and cyber cyber security education and that preparing students for careers in gaming is an important component of this effort. Given its growing significance of the gaming industry in North Dakota, I am troubled by reports Sony appears to leverage its dominance to exclude competition rather than enabling choice for players and developers. <laughs> hey, okay, so, dude. yeah, he, he, go, he goes on to, uh, in his letter, asking for unradicated copies of all agreements that Sony give exclusive rights to distribute a third-party game, all agreements between Sony and third-party publishers that prevent them from releasing their games on other systems, all internal company documents describing the strategic uh, rationale for Sony's decision to acquire Bungie and all corresponds with U.S. government or regulatory agencies relating to video game competition, all from the state of North Dakota. So, Damn. Yep. So, um, you know, I guess, you know, this is some serious business happening in the U.S. Senate over here when, uh, you know, the senator, uh, Republican senator from North Dakota is worried about the console war. Yep. So. I feel him. I know. I feel his pain. Get out of here with that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is the deal. I don't know why uh, Senator Kevin Kramer is worrying about, you know, uh, Sony and Microsoft and Sony's exclusivities and what. But go about and do your business, sir. I don't know what this business other than to take a um, uh, Xbox Microsoft money hat. But <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, Microsoft made this some. Um, fairly sizable contributions to his campaigns in recent years or recent yeah. months. Yeah. Be something to look into. You know, shilling don't come cheap. No, know? it does not. You, you got to pay the bills. You know, hey, I, you know, damn this price of gas, damn these eggs, you know, no, nah, I, I got to get paid. I got to, I'm, I'm worried about this company that's got a trillion dollar plus market cap. Uh, and there seeming their inability to to seem to be able to compete in the console space. I gotta worry about that, you know. Damn this, damn this gas, this 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 price per gallon gas. Oh, who cares about that? Yeah, in doing the research for this news story, and whatnot, um, it stated that Microsoft donated five thousand dollars to his, uh, you know, pack. This guy's from North Dakota's, you know political action committee uh on there so he's obviously donated some money 
Uh, he's received some money from Microsoft, so yeah, um, his you know worrying about his constitu- <laughs> constitutes for uh, North Dakota is you know obviously uh, <laughs> not exactly you know. Uh, I think government business, I think he has other things to worry about, you know, so. <laughs> Just yeah. a few things. Yeah. All right. And yeah. then further gaming news, I let off with that banger, of course, but uh, um, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League has been delayed to 2024. So, you know, the long rumored delay. Um, basically, because of the poor showing at Sony's State of Play, they have officially announced the game's release date it is going to be on February the 2nd, 2024, on here. And their statement on Twitter says, We have made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you for our amazing community for the con- continued support, patience, and understanding. There is much more to share in the months ahead, and we look forward to seeing you in Metropolis next year. And that is their statement. So um, we'll have to see whether they kind of take all the stuff out that we kind of didn't like, even though I like, you know, that's basically looking like Crackdown 4. But, you know, that's that's just me. Don't don't let me deter you, at least (laughs) on this. I'm happy that they're taking all the time to, to do this and make it good. Yeah. So, yes, do it. Make it better. I'm totally cool with it. Yeah, Yeah, delay it. But it's from what I saw, it looks like they're going to have to redo this mechanically anyway from the ground up. Because all I saw was crackdown. You had what's-her-name, the Joker's... Uh, protege f- flipping and flopping around like she was Peter Parker and I'm like none of this makes an and yet everybody plays the same it's just a third person action shooter like Crackdown it's like well <laughs> I, I, I didn't see anything really appealing about that gameplay whatsoever uh, agreed <laughs> I mean, I want it to be better. That's all I could say. I want it to be better, but I have no idea what that means. Yeah. You know, uh, on Video Game um, Chronicles podcast, one of the editors said that they heard some people that they've talked to that are working on the game that actually had a lot of positive things to say about it in comparison to Gotham Knights on here. You know, said that uh, this is not another Gotham Knights, uh, that they're actually quite optimistic about the com- combat loops they made in the game world and things like that. So, you know, but who knows? They're working on the game. So, obviously, yeah. you know, they're going to think it's the, the best in yeah. the world. So, yeah, they're going to yeah. say it's the cheese. Hey, guys, Jeez. we're working on crap. <laughs> no one's going to say that. Want to check out our crap, folks? <laughs> You know you're gonna love it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, Joe. Just just like North Dakota being the uh, you know uh, you know the headquarters of future game development in the technology. Yep. Yeah. Nothing says tech like North Dakota. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. They're gonna have all the tech, tech. nerds out 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 the Sturgis Sturgis <laughs> biker rally. <laughs> 
All right. And the other um, game news from this past week, uh, EA has released a trailer for uh, the first-person magic shooter, The Immortals of Evium, which is coming from Ascendant Studios on here. Ascendant Studios is the uh, one of the developers of the original Dead Space uh, that they um, basically went off and uh, started their own company, and they're working with EA to go and bring this out on here so it's it's you know basically a first person shooter but you're using magic on here um, in a recent interview uh game director brett robbins stated the idea of doing a magic shooter was something that's just been kicking around my head for a very long time it seemed like the type of game i really like to play i love fantasy games i love shooters most fantasy games were more slow paced rpg type games it seemed to me a missed opportunity that no one was making anything like that so so you're basically getting a um, magic-based first-person shooter, yeah, basically. So, uh, Des, you, I know you took a look at the trailer. Uh, what, what's your overall impressions? Are you hype or are you kind of just wait and see on this? I'm, I'm taking a wait and see, and the reason why I'm taking a wait and see is because I do not know anything about uh, anything about. I mean, I know a little bit about it because I watched the trailer, and you can be either. You know, there's three different character or types you can be: nature magic, uh, chaos magic, and another type of magic. And you're this guy type of guy that can use all the different magics and 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 whatnot. So that's like who you are and what you're and what you can do. Um, and I know that it it looks like it's gonna run a lot like um, um, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo and and the likes where you're you know pointing at stuff and like lasers are coming out of your hands or you know uh little beams of light and stuff so so i mean i i really i mean and, and i think there's like a, a warring faction there's there's always a warring faction but it's like people who want to try to take over the world and you have to stop them um and you're like the the harry potter type guy so I mean I don't know I, I at this point I'm just kind of like well let's see how it all goes because I don't I don't I don't know like I really kind of want to want to look at it and pro- and try to play it but at this point I'm not really sure what's going to happen so uh, but if you decide to buy it Joe I'm definitely going to take a look at it so yeah is it um multiplayer or is it just no it looks like it's a single player game you know and i i just don't know about the like the 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 armor and how the armor works so like i don't know um you know one good thing is that um if you do have an xbox game pass subscription that you probably you're going to be able to get a eight to ten hour preview with ea play so that might be mm -hmm. something you might want to look into even though i know it's just on your xbox series s on there but uh no mm -hmm. well, maybe i will i mean that might not be a bad idea yeah something i might do you know get some use out of that subscription so but we'll see and let us know out there if you're interested in the game if you had a chance to check out the reveal trailer it is coming out on july 20th so of this year so it's like maybe looking to get in a nice little window and during the summer you know, where, you know, game releases are not so hot and heavy if need be, but I'll probably be busy with other games, you know, Final Fantasy, Monster Hunter at the time, so we'll have to see on there, so. 
All right, and then another feature announcement uh, that was uh, announced by Konami. Um, they are bringing out a, a new Bomberman game. So Super Bomberman R2 is getting a September release date. It will be out on September 13th with a physical release on September 14th. So the game is coming out for Switch, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. So uh, there is going to be some various modes in the game. Of course, you got your classic battle mode on there. There also is a Grand Prix mode where players compete for crystals and KOs, and there's also a Battle Royale mode. So there's up to 64 players that can compete at the same time in a Bomberman mode. So on there, so it's kind of crazy to think about it. And they're not going the free-to-play route. It is going to, you know, have to, have to buy the game. But I'm kind of curious if. Especially with this type of mode, whether there's enough player base out there to actually play. I know it's going to support cross-play, so you'll be able to play from different platforms. So I think that should help the player population on that. So uh, any thoughts, you guys, on Bomberman coming out with a new game in the series and the Battle Royale mode? Any excitement there? I I don't know. Like I, I'm not sure about the Battle Royale mode, only because it's, you know, it might be kind of... Uh, kind of scary, but because I think I would get beat up <laughs> in a in a battle royale type of type of way. But but um, I I was actually kind of happy <clears throat> to hear that there is a, a new Bomberman coming out. You know, it's like it's like damn Bomberman. You know, it's it he, he did it's like Bomberman. What the hell? I had, I hadn't thought about a Bomberman in like forever. So the fact that they're actually you know gonna be you know, going to be coming out with one was I, I, I was shocked. To be completely yeah. honest, I was I was pretty shocked by it. So oh. I'm I'm kind of like happy about it. So it is retailing for forty nine ninety nine. So that is your bummer, man. So mm-hmm. you know, to me, it's not that bad. You know, no. Too- I've 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 paid for 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 worse. So. <laughs> You know, so but yeah, I'm like, damn, Bomberman. Okay, so I might, I might have to, you know, take a look at it. Yeah, um, I'm definitely you... gonna take a look at it as well. Yeah, because Super Bomberman R came out back in 2017, but it's been it's been a minute. So, I mean, are you are you excited for it? I will definitely take a look at it for sure. I think you know, especially with the multiplayer, it might be a good palate cleanser. You know, something to throw on and play. You know here there and everywhere so yeah, i'm definitely gonna keep an eye out for it you know I'll probably pre-order it so how about you kev any interest in bomberman or i've this may be blasphemy but i've never really dug bomberman that much oh no I, I i thought it was i thought it was okay but i i know it i never got the got into the the like a like bomberman is like real deep 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 high appreciation from it's got a it's got a it's got a what's that term like a like a dedicated fan base yeah and i just i just never got i just never could fall into the into the rhythm of it i played a, i played a couple different games of bomberman on the saturn and again, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I just didn't think it was as, as I just couldn't, I couldn't vibe with it like everybody else was. That's, that's all I'm saying. 
So this will probably be a pass for me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely one of those things that hopefully you're able to play it with, you know, with with friends, you know, and and you don't have to <clears throat> you don't have to own the game. You know, I hope it's one of those things where you can just kind of play it, you know, with your friends and and only one of you has to own it or something. I think that would be kind of nice. Um, yeah, I, I think that'd be the type of a really good way to play this game. You know, some kind of like shared play kind of thing. I think that'd be really kind of cool. Yeah, you know, it might look good in a service too. Hate to say it, but or at least have the multiplayer component um, be an additional download or something. Like just mm. buy that separately or whatnot. You know, so I could see it. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll keep an eye out for it for sure. And then last news story for this episode: uh, Niantic, makers of Pokemon Go. And uh, no, they did a Harry Potter game as well. Are now set to <laughs> move to the world of Monster Hunter. So Capcom and Niantic are teaming up for a new mobile game called Monster Hunter Now. Now it's going to release <sighs> in September and offer players <laughs> an approachable hunting experience that can be enjoyed as part of everyday life. So mm. you're walking out, getting groceries. You want to find a uh, Rajang out in the supermarket while you're buying bananas. Guess what? You could use Pokemon Monster Hunter now, not Pokemon Go on there. So, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with this. Obviously, it's going to be free to play on here. Um, players will be able to team up with others for hunts and also choose to hunt monsters while the app is closed later during their spare time. It is going to close beta as of April 25th. You can participate now. If you go to the website, so who knows? Maybe I'll go, we'll check it out and give a book report for the podcast. Mm, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. You guys, uh, I mean, obviously you saw this and it's like, what the hell's Capcom trying to do? Yeah. I don't, They're trying to get um, money. That's oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. And they'll probably make a lot of it, but yeah, I'm, I'm good on all this. Yeah. Uh, the the key art kind of ruins. It's like, damn, this is just straight up looks like what uh, I, I had the name of the game in my head for a second. But what what is that Monster Hunter like uh, cell shaded like Fortnite looking game that we played for a bit? Monster Hunter Fortnite game? Mm, I don't know. You know, um, oh, we play, the, we play, oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. Um, is it Defiant? I think. Oh, you're talking. Okay, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about oh that one where you're on the you're on the you're on the plane, not the plane. You're on the um. Uh no, I, I know which one you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, it's uh oh my god, I, it's just on the top of my tongue. Uh, we play it every now and again. We 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 Dauntless. Yeah, Dauntless. Yeah, Dauntless. That's what it was. Yeah, the key art looks like uh, something from Dauntless. You know, I hate to say it, but it's like, you know, you got your cell shaded like what uh, looks like a uh, <laughs> a Rathian that looks like here or a Rathalos, either one or the other on the key art. And, you know, you got sure. some like uh, hunters out there looking like, you know, modern looking clothing versus hunting, hunting gear like you're going to be out in the street, you know, no. ready to no. rip down a Rajang. So, you know, no. Mm-hmm. No. So you know that you is think, not a you, that is not a, a game for me. You know, y'all want to play it? Knock yourself out. But mm-mm, no, no, no. 
Do you think uh, Capcom's going to try to maybe try to broaden Monster Hunter's appeal to wider audience? I think they've already gotten wide enough as it is, in my opinion. But no, no, they're gonna. This, this is no new such life. thing as wide enough. Yeah, in business, yeah. money yeah. to be made. I guess right? there's no such thing as wide enough in business. Yeah. <laughs> as long as money's green. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how how deep. Capcom gets to try to get that dollar, you know, hopefully it's nothing where they're going to sacrifice the, you know, the, what made Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, of course, you know, but uh, I think they've done a good job so far compared to like Monster Hunter 1 and the PlayStation 2, uh, compared to how it plays now, they've evolved it quite a bit. I just, I just don't want them to lose that secret sauce on there. So, you know, you know, I want to see Monster Hunter World 2 or whatever they're going to call it. Announced next year so I could get my free teppanyaki. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you, think it's, gonna, you think it's gonna be out before the end of 2023? Really? I think really? I'm gonna get it. Nom 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 nom. Oh, nom. we're gonna have teppanyaki either way. So. Yeah, mm. I hope I, I hope I it, it, free teppanyaki's the tastiest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Free teppanyaki will be the tastiest, <laughs> along with my free steak. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, damn. Oh, he's coming for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We shall see. We shall we see. Shall see. Well, we'll see when the PlayStation big, you know, maybe we'll see all these uh, games that they've talked about for years and years. Oh, they're going to make all these uh, service games. And, you know, we're going to finally see Twisted Metal and whoever else. from. All from, I need is one. All I need I is know. one. I don't need all of them. I just need one. Well, one of them is going to launch day and date. And I know the, the the only question the only question is does that announcement come before or after November? Yeah. Look that at look at our uh, dis, look at our Discord for all this. The if you're new to the show, we have a long-standing PlayStation stake bet, uh, which is basically if Sony's going to release a first party game day and date you know on um other platforms including pc is the pc is the the main thing on here you know people have kind of stirred my pot saying mlb the show counts but no mlb the show does not count so that joe that joe's telling you don't count <laughs> don't so, count so stop making it count yeah so don't count that is the end of the news for this fine episode gentlemen all right so that brings us to game night so we play every thursday uh 6 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern standard time we just jump on to discord and we rap and talk about and play games and just catch up on how our listeners are doing and you don't even need to really be playing games if you're just you know like past couple of weeks i've been cooking and hopped into the discord server just to hang out with with uh our listeners and uh just kick back and relax so if you're interested in being part of that and you did what we're doing here and just want to check out see what our game nights are like what you want to do is head over to twitter and check out gaming vessels at g-a-m-i-n-g-v-e-s-s-e-l-s tap that link to our discord server and you're in there's no patreon to join there's no waiting time there's uh no merch to to hawk you we're just tap the link and you're in and as long as you're 
a good-natured person enjoys talking about and playing video games, I think you're going to have a real fun time at the community that we're trying to build over there. We do just about daily news posts. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth with pe- members of on our Discord talking about games and the gaming industry and our varying and, and uh, differing points of view. But the thing that is great about what we've got going here that you're not going to find in much larger platforms is there's not going to be any of the personal attacks and none of the nonsense that seems to go along with not just gaming discussion, but just about anything you want to discuss on a big corporate social media. So if you like games, like talking about games, but could do without the nonsense, I'd like to invite you to join us there on Discord. So big thank yous to those who partook, who sent us responses rather for our vessel line. So big thanks to Will D, Alberco, and Goonie. So shout out to you guys. Thanks for uh, interacting, uh, sending your questions. Because like I say, without our listeners and those who are active in our community, we're just three old dudes yapping into the internet ether. So with that said, that is going to bring episode 204 to a close. So for Dez, a.k.a. the high-res hater, although I'm going to have to come up with a different name because, really? uh, okay. yeah, I'm, I mean, I mean, no, but I, yeah, you kind of, you kind of res lover, high res lover, high res lover. Yeah, that might be, that might be. high res lover. Got to control Joe. <laughs> the Bay Area Terror, the high res lover. <laughs> high res lover. The cat daddy. AKA <laughs> a- a- the gamer step daddy. Yes. <laughs> I remember. I'm just laughing. Uh, yes, just... Lover. <laughs> and, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and for Trader Joe, also known as Jabroni Chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Midnight love for you, baby. <laughs> Otherwise Midnight. known as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. I'm Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Purple the bling bling, y'all. Remember, we'll bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Purple bling bling. <laughs> the Midnight Jabroni. <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs> next week, episode 205 for your ears. Peace. Yeah, boy.